Hello, sweet love, and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. I'm a certified functional medicine health and life coach, and on this show, I I share simple but powerful things that, if you apply to your life, will absolutely help you feel better, more empowered, healthier, and help you enjoy your life more as a busy, grown-ass woman who's got a million things to get done, right? And listen, I know life gets crazy sometimes, and there are times on the calendar that are just jam-packed with over-socializing, over-consuming, over-eating, over-drinking, and overdoing all the things. I'm recording this in December, so you get what I'm saying. We have these times in our lives, and on today's episode, I will share five things that will help you navigate with more ease and joy, and so you actually feel good physically and mentally as you go about your business. Because am I the only one that feels like a blanket gets draped over my brain after even just a couple of glasses of wine these days? Guys, the struggle is real. And actually, so are the symptoms of overdoing things. So let's get into it. I am excited about this episode. If you practice these things, it's going to just elevate your life so much. Now, it happens and it's normal. And actually, it's so normal to do these things that if you're planning not to, you are the weirdo. Which does seem a bit strange to me because most often, these things never really help us feel great. Not in our body and most often, not even about ourselves but they are the normal things to do. It's normal. And it's weird to not want to do these things or to be trying not to eat all the things and drink all the things and buy all the things and go to all the things and be all the places and while you're there, not eat and drink all the things. (laughs) Sometimes my thoughts get crazy. Even though We feel better when we take it easy on ourselves, right? And that effort makes us feel physically better, emotionally better, and better about ourselves. Doesn't that seem strange to you? It's like how organic food is labeled organic, even though it's just grown normally and the other options are the ones sprayed with all the things. Like organic is just plants growing in dirt. And the other options should have the list of ingredients that were added to the process. Anyways, I really am totally digressing here. I am not a farmer, but I just always thought it was weird. Scotty, my husband, and I were always like talking about that. Anyway, who? Anywho, let's do this. The reality is we do these things because it's fun to do these things. And I get that because I do it all too, in my own way, of course, but still. So instead of me rambling about how strange it is that we do these things, how will we talk about what we can do to create more needed balance during these seasons? Okay, if you're listening to this in, I don't know, August, that's fine. This is still going to apply to you. Are you ready? Of course you're ready. Okay, number one. Decide how you want to feel and how you want to show up for the season. This sounds totally coachy, 
because it is. And what I know for sure is this simple question or, or this simple concept can change your damn life, right? Start asking yourself these questions every month or week or day and, and your mind will literally be blown, okay? It will up-level your life in all the ways that matter the most. Taking time to think about how you want to show up and how you want to feel can make all the difference in how we go about our business. It can also calm your sense of overwhelm and franticness. It can create health. It can generate financial wealth. It will impact your relationships. Because when you decide ahead of time, you eliminate all kinds of stressful situations, decision overload, lack of clarity, and tons of mind drama. Do you feel me? We're no longer in that sort of reactive mode. We're in proactive mode. And from that place, we can start living with intention and focus and actions that create a life we love and enjoy and feel good about and in. Do you see what, do you see what I'm saying there? It's easy. Now here's the challenge. It is easy to ask ourselves or, or to contemplate um, the questions and then do nothing about it. And that is legit why we work with a coach or, you know, get really good at self-coaching, I guess. I'm thinking of a client I recently worked with who was talking about how they wanted to be present with their kids and take that time, like this time over winter break, to reconnect. But then we looked at the facts and the facts are they're booked out most nights and all the weekends and are actually just fully scheduled with social engaged engagements almost every day leading into Christmas and into New Year's and even afterwards. They had no time left to connect with the people they wanted to connect with most, right? This was creating a frantic or, I don't know, a frantic feeling or feeling overwhelmed and out of control, of which the result was reaching for an extra glass of wine each night to sort of numb out the feelings of stress and overwhelm, which was leading to them waking up feeling tired and groggy and sort of foggy and like they were already 10 steps behind and rinse and repeat that every day. Do you feel me? Does that sound familiar at all? So when she came to work with me um, on this on this topic, uh, we instead decided ahead of time what was important. And then because we were in that coaching container together, we broke it down into actions, creating thoughts that would make it easier for her and actually unpacked the thoughts that perpetuated the behavior of feeling like she had to say yes to everything. And she's been changing her calendar ever since. She decided ahead of time what she wanted out of her holiday season. How do you want to feel and how do you want to show up for the season? Okay. So you want to decide ahead of time, what would make you feel proud of yourself? What's important to you? How do you want to feel during the season? Answer those questions, get clear on them. Number two, prioritize proper meals. I don't even care what they are. I just want you to plan to eat 
proper meals some of the damn time. (laughs) We want to eat proper meals or balanced meals. So you eat until you're full and then you stop eating in between meals. So it's not going to work all the time, of course, because a lot of the time it's just about snack plates and social gatherings and all kinds of things to enjoy. But even if that's the case, you can still be intentional about it. We want to do this because our body isn't really meant to be consuming or constantly digesting food. It can make us feel bloated and trigger things like heartburn or reflux or gas or bloatiness or stomach cramps, pains, IBS flare-ups, feeling that constant brain fogginess or inflammation, or just like straight up snarky, you know? It's just not, it's just not pretty. But it is pretty amazing how much our gut impacts our mood and clarity and ability to enjoy life. So we want to be trying to prioritize that. So just try your best to create eating windows and not just be plowing food all day long and every day, all right? Just if you are at one of those events that's just all snacks, make yourself a plate Include some vegetables in it. Eat all of it. See if you're full. Carry on. (laughs) Okay. Number three. Do not let your self-care foundations slip. I have like my little notes and I wrote this one in all caps because it is so freaking important. When shit gets busy... Most people I know will stop doing the things that help them feel their best. Okay? (laughs) They do it because they are busy, obviously. They believe the thoughts in their head that tell them that they don't have time. They need to put other people's things first. They need to make sure everyone else is okay. They need to uphold all the things. They say they will start up again soon and then... They end up exhausted, doing things that make them feel worse about themselves, that make them feel physically worse, feeling resentful or angry or short-tempered with the people they love and have been sacrificing their own self for. Like, don't those jerks know how much effort goes into all the things? I can't even tell you how predictable this is. And also... I know firsthand that it's hard to maintain the habits of self-care when life is crazy. So I'm deeply compassionate in doing this, in doing the preparation for this episode. Actually, every episode, I am also the student in this. So you want to hang on to your self-care foundations, which are, for a quick recap for you, eating to nourish your body. Even if you don't do this perfectly, aim to keep some of your meals on point. Maintain a stress management practice. This can look like, you know, the more classic self-care stuff, things like meditation or journaling or breath work, but also things like saying no, holding boundaries, listening to your body, and so on. Movement of any kind, okay? Because of this sort of strange way we live these days, we call movement exercise, but exercise can feel triggering or unfun (laughs) to some people. But it's just about movement. Your body needs to move. 
It's designed to move. And when it doesn't move enough, it stops working right. So go for a walk, dance, shovel, garden, play tag. I don't care. Just keep moving. Protect your sleep most of the time. You're not going to be able to do this all the time, and that's fine. But on the nights that you can, when you are at home, avoid zoning out for like three extra hours binge watching or scrolling or whatever. You need to sleep. Okay, sweet love. All right. My entire practice is actually sort of dedicated to helping women find their own balance with these essentials because they really are essentials. Because when we don't hold, um, when we don't hold on to these threads, shit starts to unravel. Seriously. We become moody, dysregulated. Hold on. Is that a word? Dysregulated? I don't know. I sometimes never know because I make words up so often. But anyways, we feel unhealthy or sick or full of like sort of perimenopause symptoms that we think are normal, like brain fog and feeling spaced out all the time and just out of it and run down and anxious and all the damn things. Okay. I did actually a full episode on how to hold on to these things a while back that I'll link to in the show notes if you want to learn how to do this successfully, even in the busiest seasons. What this comes down to is ultimately putting yourself first at least some of the time. Maybe that looks like saying no or going to bed early, prioritizing some kind of movement and time outside and in nature if possible, meditating, journaling, scheduling time for baths or meal prep or dog walks or reading your damn book. You know the one. You picked it up like six months ago and you've hardly cracked the cover even though you love reading. Yeah, that book. I know who you are. I see you. (laughs) You cannot be putting everyone else first all the time. It will absolutely crush your soul and leave you full of resentment and anger. Ask me how I know. You're going to have to stick to your self-care schedule and maybe add in a few extra baths or plan or schedule a quiet morning here and there, okay? You can skip the family ski day if what you really need to do is be quiet and do some yoga or clean your house so you feel calmer or whatever it is that gets your head on right. One of my personal things is when everyone's home and doing all the things, our small house can start to get really sort of out of hand. It is messy. And that kind of thing really impacts my mood, like in a big way. It makes me feel like, well, not good. (laughs) And then I act not good. I know that about myself. And now that I know that, I feel happy to tell my family to take off get out of here so I can do what I want done in peace. I love it. I live in this amazing ski town and people bust my chops all the time for staying home and cleaning my house. And I'm like, babes, this is how I protect my mental health. I know that if I went skiing and came home to this giant hot mess, I would be in a disastrous mood and I would dump that over my family. I want to do that. I want to create the space that makes me feel good. 
Another big one is if you're maxed out on socializing, you're going to have to say no sometimes, even if you think it's going to upset some people. If there are people you really want to spend time with, ask to schedule something when the madness has settled so you can show up and be truly present with them. Sorry, excuse me. All right? Does that make sense? I really do recommend listening to the episode I did where I break this all down. It's quick, especially if you listen to it at like a a speed and a quarter or whatever. Um, And it will give you like a real full framework for succeeding at self-care during really busy times. It's very helpful. All right, number four. This is a quickie. Have something to look forward to. This doesn't need to be complicated or extravagant. It can be a movie night, a local vacation day, a short or long trip, or a planned day spent all by yourself. Having something to look forward to increases our joy level in a big way and helps us stay cool during crazy times. (laughs) We don't get wrapped up in everything because we know we've got something enjoyable coming up. This can make life so much better when you're like at that function that's a bit painful and everyone's boasting about all the things and you've just been slogging through life, ferrying your kids to and fro and working and folding laundry and just doing life. You know what I mean? You don't need to jump into the boasting mix with your thing you're looking forward to. You can just quietly look forward to it. It's like having a nugget of gold in your pocket. So good. Okay, number five, prioritize enjoyable things that don't involve food or drink. This is pretty big because most often we celebrate with food and drink. Sorry, I have frog in my throat today. And figuring out what the things are that we enjoy that don't involve those things can be a challenge for some. But it's a solid challenge to tackle, so don't skip it. What can you do with the people? Because connection is also essential to our overall health and happiness, all right? You need to be with people sometimes, (laughs) especially if they're fantastic. What can you do with people that has nothing to do with eating and drinking too much? Or that messes with your sleep schedule outrageously for the fifth night in a row? It's not sustainable, babes. Games, activities, adventures, experiences, right? Get creative. And actually, creativity, that's a good idea too. Maybe it's something creative, right? We have this great shop in our town that sells all the coolest creative things and like does workshops and stuff. And your town probably does too. So why not craft something together? Different times, different experiences. Anyways, it's a personal thing. But I would totally love to hear what your ideas are. So come and tell me on Instagram at Gwen Johnson Official what you do with your friends and family that doesn't involve food or drink. This can actually really change the fabric of dynamics. Okay, like maybe you have a family gathering every year where everyone gets totally pissed and eats too much and always ends up fighting and it's just full of drama. 
And the thought of it fills you with dread and rage and sadness to think about it, okay? So instead of going to that event, you plan a walk in the snowy woods or a trip to the local bowling alley. We have the weirdest bowling alley in our local area. Or maybe book a macrame group class. No drinks and no food, but all connections have been connected. That is a win. You know what, as I've been sharing here, I have a little bit of a bonus one for you. I've just been thinking, which is to be intentional about when you do go off the rails. I know that sounds a bit odd, but if you know you've got something coming up and you really want to just let your hair down, just plan for it. Plan the next day as a rest and recovery day of movies and popcorn and a slow walk in the woods or some big sweat fest, whatever works best for you, maybe a hot bath, and an early night. Make sure your fridge is totally stocked up with things like kombucha or kefir water. It's expensive, but it, you know, it's like recovery day miracle stuff. Make sure you've got all the fixings to make an actual nourishing meal that will set you right the next day. I like things like homemade burgers and french fries, like oven fries, Or something like brisket done slow and low with like mashed potatoes. Comfort food. You know what I'm saying. And that day, make sure you preload yourself with a day of mass hydration. Take vitamins and eat a well-balanced meal, right? The point is to plan for it. Know it's coming. Think about how you want to feel as you navigate your busy season and act accordingly, all right? flailing about eating bags of dill pickle chips and fast food and spiraling into a season of feeling like complete garbage. That is not a good time. No, you can do this. You will enjoy it way more. Shocker, right? So much more fun when you feel better. (laughs) All right, sweet love. Thank you as always, for being here. It's such a great honor to spend time in your ears. I can't even tell you. And hey, if you're ready to feel better and more confident and comfortable in your beautiful body and learn how to prioritize yourself and create a life you love, follow the link in the show notes and let's get to work. We live in a world that has completely normalized feeling like hot garbage and being constantly run down and disliking or disassociating from our bodies so much so that we don't think there's another option for us. But there is. It is not normal to feel like you don't love your body and enjoy your life. I am not saying life won't be hard or have hard things. That's just the human experience. But I am saying your body and health doesn't need to be the thing that creates more struggle for you. Don't wait until things get worse to make changes. Now is the time to feel better. And that's what I do. (laughs) I help busy women feel better and enjoy their life more. It is the best time. So, If that's you, let's go.